Good morning, everyone. My name is Prophet Lou. Welcome to the Glory Room. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Thank you for allowing us to see another day. Father God, as we partake in this word, help us to be able to apply to our life. Help us to create change in our life and submit to you every day. Father God, bless the ones that are hearing the word. Bless the ones that are reading it. Father God, we just thank you. And thank you for your grace and mercy. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so Sunday we have a new uh, memory verse. The memory verse is Philippians 4.17. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increased to your credit. Philippians 4.17, verse of the day. Uh, Songs 5 and 3, listen to my voice in the morning. Lord, each morning I bring my request to you and wait and expectantly. Topic, making requests patiently. Affirmations, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you an opportunity to say it. I'm commanding my morning with God. I'm listening for his voice. I'm bringing my request to him. I'm waiting for him. What is unexpectedly? It means with an excited feeling that something's about to happen, especially something good. David tells us that he talks to God every morning. He brings his request to God. And when he does, he waits as he does this. He, does, he doesn't grumble or complain. He just waits and he does it in faith. He believed that something good would come his way from God. Do we do this when we ask? Do we trust that he hears us? Do we trust that he loves us and that he's not ignoring us? Do we believe that whatever he gives to us, that it's going to be good and nothing less than good? When we wait in this way, we are trusting the process. We are trusting he will come through. In Mark 1.35, in raising very early in the morning while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a, a isolated place, and there he prayed. It tells us Jesus woke up early in the morning when it was still dark, and he went alone to pray. If you notice, even in every verse, in, in, in the verse today, it says, even in the verse today, it says morning. It's something about early in the morning, getting up and connecting with God and finding out his will when we meet him early. We are showing him he takes priority in our life. It shows he's the only thing, only thing, only person we want to spend time with at that time of the morning. He, we can do, we could be doing tons of things in the morning, but when we connect with God, we are saying we want him to be the head of our life in day. Psalms 136, my soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. The promise again comes back to say he waits for the Lord more than a watchman and a watchman waits all night on the wall for the morning, but they don't leave their post. They let nothing steer them away from what they need to do, which is watching. David said, I'm waiting just like that for God. David knew it took patience. David knew that he needed to wait on him so he could know the answer to his will. Morning prayer is the most important thing we can ever do in our Christian life. We must learn how to man our day, how commanding our day is setting our life up so that we can know that our king, what our king desires. We must always try to place him in our life and show him what we want and desire and crave to know what he requires of us. Daniel took this step further. He prayed three times a day. He waited he wanted his spirit man to commit to stay in commune with God. The moment we don't do this, we start trying to please our fleshly desires. But when we won't want the heart of God, we would do anything to make him happy. When 
We anchor our lives through Christ. We can never go wrong. When we anchor our lives through Christ, it keeps us stable because the enemy would try us, try to cause chaos. The enemy would do everything he can to place us in a mindset that the prayers we he we set up, God don't hear. But we can't let him do that. We must take our shield of faith and place it before us and believe that God will defend us from the enemy remarks because he will come. Because it's his job to attack. It's his job to scare us. It's his job to pull us away from our anchor, which is God. That's why we pray early in the morning. James 1 and 5 says, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. In James, it says that ever we, whatever we lack, we ask God. And it says he will give to us generously to, to us. So when we come to him in prayer, we will get, he will give to us. We will fulfill, he will fulfill what he says in his promises, but we must always pray in the will of God, not against it. We have to understand when we go to God in prayer, we must be patient. We must have faith. We must hold on to the fact that he leans down and he hears us when we cry and that he feels our pain. God knows what we need. And if we patiently wait, he will give it to us as his, at his time today. If you don't pray early in the morning, if you don't have an anchor, try Jesus. If you don't know where your health and strength come from, it comes from above. Start commanding your morning by reading the promises of God. Start commanding your morning by placing him first. Don't worry about what others say today. If you are weary and discouraged, remember that God is waiting to connect with you. And he will give you what you need in his time. Patience is something we must ask God for so we won't lose faith. So we won't get worried when we don't see what we we want coming through. But just because we don't see it and don't have it doesn't mean God doesn't hear you. It just means not right now to come to keep coming to him with your petitions and have faith in God. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your love, too. Lord, today, give us patience and faith to stay seeking you. Lord, we know you hear us and we want to connect with you. Help us to, to do so every day. Lord, we want to grow in you and desire to be close to you. Father, forgive us if we have done anything that's not of you. Forgive us if we are doing anything to cause you to draw away from you. Lord, give us strength to fight our temptations and fears. We are grateful for everything you have given us. Thank you for never leaving us nor forsaking us. We ask you to, to give, give us eyes to see <clears throat> your will ears to hear you when you speak in jesus mighty name amen topic making requests patiently sometimes when we make these requests to god we we feel like if i went to him in prayer it should, it should happen like this oh i follow his commands i do his will it should happen like this god is not a magic genie he's not the atm that we go we put our numbers in and we withdraw money he's not i'm sorry if whoever tells you that this is how it works, that prayer, won't you pray, it happens? No. We must pray in his will. And we must also pray with the promises of God. We also must pray patiently. It's not going to happen immediately. It's some people that's been praying for a breakthrough for three years and haven't gotten it. Doesn't mean God doesn't hear them. Doesn't mean they don't deserve it. Doesn't mean the sin in their life. It doesn't, it means that it might not be God's time. It might not be what God wants. Some of us pray for a million dollars. God bless me a million dollars. God bless me a million dollars. Well, he didn't bless me a million dollars. Maybe you don't want to see me be a millionaire. That you can't say that. Uh, oh, maybe he maybe I did something wrong. You, you can't say that, did you? 
If your heart's convicting you, maybe you have. But we can't always say that because plan, our prayers don't come through that it's something we did or or that he doesn't love us enough. No, it, it's probably not his will for us to have millions of dollars. Because just like he said in the Bible that it, it says, how, how hard will it be for a rich man to go through the eye of a needle? You've seen several times in the Bible where you've seen where he was talking to this man and he asked this man, he said, he said, okay, you 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 done everything? Okay, now get rid of your riches. He didn't want to get rid of his riches. If you had a million dollars, God gave it to you, and immediately 24 hours he asked you to get rid of it. Would you be able to? Sometimes God doesn't bless us with riches because he knows our mindset. So maybe God want to bless you another way. We got to stop thinking that blessings is from um, big houses, big cars. Maybe he want to bless you with peace because your life is chaotic. Maybe he want to bless you with understanding because we don't understand. We don't know. That's why we must pray in his will and understand his will. Even as him, Father, help me to understand your will. Help me. Because I, I want to I want to pray what you want me to pray. I want I want to be in the will of you. But right now I need this. So please tell me why I'm not getting this one. I do this. I do that. But just because you do the right things doesn't mean that's going to come through. And people are telling people this pastors and prophets and ministers and, and uh, social uh, people on social media telling people that this is how you be this is how God's will this is how you get the things that you want is just pray if you pray God give it to you no stop telling people that stop telling people if you pray God give it to you if it's in his will if it's in his balance if it's if it's what he wants at his time his time don't look like our time his ways are our ways his thoughts aren't our thoughts and once we understand that we would stop being so upset when prayers don't come through. Because maybe he sees something that you don't see, which is true. He sees everything. So when we pray, we must do it patiently. We must make sure we pray within his will. We must also make sure we pray in the promises of God. Because that gets us in the right lines. Like, it's like... Um, the road, the, the lines on the road, they keep everything divided, keep this car from this car and that car from that car. But if we're wobbling between two lines and we're not staying focused in our line, we're going to hit something. It's just like the will of God. If we don't stay in the line, within the lane that he's given us, within his will and pray within the will he's given us and the promises he gives us, how will we ever stay and know what lane to stay in? Because we'd be so confused that we keep going in and out of the world, in and out of different things, wobbling back and forth. When we need to stay in our lane. Because with this lane, sometimes you're going to have roadblocks. With this lane, you're going to get a red light. At this lane, you're going to get rocky roads. Because it's life. So, where do we go from here? If, if, if this is life, if life is full of all these things, where do we go? We go to our Bible. We go to our knees. We go to peace and quiet, early morning prayer. Connecting with God and making sure that we're praying within his will. Because just like an open road that just keeps going, 
if we don't ask him for our will, we're just going to keep going. If we don't ask him what will, what his will for our life, we just keep going. We never stop. We never know when to stop. We never know when to rest. We never know when to break. We never know when to turn off. But as long as we're following God's word and we're listening to him and we're connecting with him, we know when to turn off. We know when to stop. We know when, hey, he's saying caution is up ahead. Is You're going to get in trouble if you don't turn off. We know when to turn off because we're paying attention. So let's get started with some um, <clears throat> reference verses. First reference verse is Romans 8 and 25. If you have your Bibles, go to Romans 8, 25. We're still in the NLT version. Like I tell everyone, I enjoy the NLT version um, Bible. It, it It's one of my favorite um, favorite things of the um, versions of the Bible. It's Romans, um, well, which is NLT. Sorry, I thought I had turned to it and somehow I closed it. Okay. I will be faster, but these pages are... This Bible is new. I, I mean, I literally bought this Bible just for my prayer closet so I can stop taking my other Bible in and out. And sometimes I take this Bible to work. I like having a Bible at work, paper Bible. I love the electronic, you know, version Bible. Nothing against that. I love the Bible plans on version. To me, that is a very helpful app. But it's nothing like getting down to the pages. Because I can tell you all a verse right now, which is Romans 8.25. Let, let's look at it real quick. And... You need to go above it. You need to go below it. And on the electronic Bible, you can do that. But let's say you get a notification. You're stopping looking at notification. You're stopping looking at what Bob from accounting sent you. No. When you have your solid paper word, you can just focus on this and the phone is off. Okay? But that's just my personal opinion. Doesn't, you know, look bad if someone likes you know, electronic reading, we all are different. But let's go to Romans 8.25. But if you look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. It tells us here that we look forward to something we don't have. If you pray for something, if you, it does, what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us today is that just because I said, just because you don't have it doesn't mean I say no. Just because you, it's not in your hands, it's not out for your reach, doesn't mean I'm saying no. It's just saying not right now. And it tells us here to wait patiently and confidently, knowing that, okay, I don't have this today, but I know my God will provide. I know I'm sick today, but I know he's going to heal me tomorrow. I know that I'm going through, but I know he's going to help me go through this. It's confidence. It's confidence to know that the God that we serve every day, the God that watches us through our rough times, through the times that we're sleep, sleep, sleeping, the God that forgive us for all our sins, the God that sent down Jesus to take our sin, take away our, 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 our wrongdoings and give us grace and mercy. This same God is going to come through. And the same God is telling us today to wait patiently, confidently, and know that I will come through at my time, which is going to be right for your time. That's a blessing right there. Because what happens is, is that, like I said in the beginning, we, we get so caught up is that, I oh, I said the word, so it should happen. Yes, our mouth, our tongue has power of life and death, but... It, our words doesn't out-trump God. It's only been two people in the Bible that was able to pray something and it immediately happened. 
And one of them was Joshua. He wanted the sun to sit still. He asked God, he said, God, can you set the sun still? He did, just like that. Now, I'm not saying God won't move. I'm not saying God won't do what he wants to do in your life immediately. But I'm talking to the ones that have been praying for a while and haven't came through. Sometimes God is trying to teach us patience. Sometimes God is trying to tell you pray something different. God is trying to tell you get your promises and align it up with what you want and see if it lines up with what I want. Talk to me. God wants us to talk to him. And what we, what we, to me, what some of us try to do is do less talking. We think, okay, I read the Bible today. I read the Bible today. I meditated, but did you pray? I read the Bible, but did you pray? See, in order to have, like, when we have a balanced diet, they used to tell us when we was younger, you have to have meat, vegetables, like a well-balanced meal. It's vet meat, vegetables. I think it was like milk, water. It was some kind of other um, food item. That made a balanced diet because you had everything you needed to put the nutrition in your body. That's just like your spiritual life. You've got to have a balanced spiritual life. Are you praying enough? Are you reading your word enough? Are you meditating? Are you fasting? All these things balance us out. And that's what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us. Balance your life out right and make sure when you balance it out that you're doing everything according to what I want you to do. Not according to what I say. Not according to what Pastor, Pastor Luke, Pastor uh, Calvin, let's just say his name's Calvin. Pastor Calvin say, not what Bob and Accounting is telling you, but just what I say. What did I tell you to do? What is my will for your life? But you won't never know this if you never go to God. Telling God, uh, let's see, a quick prayer. Uh, now you lay me down with straight sleep. <laughs> Pray, Lord, my soul to keep keep me safe through the night. Wake me up in the morning light. Amen. Thanks, God. Let me go sleep. No. Before you go to bed, say, God, I had a rough day. I don't have much time to pray, but I want to tell you about my day. And tell him about your day. Tell him about what made you upset. Tell him how you want him to fix it. A lot of people feel like, oh, it's hard to pray for God for an hour. I promise you, if you give me five minutes, I can write down tons of stuff you can talk to God for an hour. But some of us don't have an hour. And that's fine. You don't, hour doesn't make anyone great or, or less. An hour doesn't make someone super Christian because they pray for an hour. No, it's because they have more time. But for those of us that don't have time, God just wants to hear your voice. Instead of getting in a car, be bopping to music. Listen to different podcasts. I'm not saying not to listen to my podcast, but after you get through praying, turn my podcast on. I'm being funny. But seriously, when you're in a car, instead of doing all these things, take a minute and say, God, I want to talk to you. You don't have to necessarily get on your knees. Just make sure your heart is in the right place. Make sure you communicate with him. And then you through talking to him, turn on the podcast. Or, you know, listen to your, your music, whatever you want to do. Or most of all, wait for him to talk to you after you talk to him. That's another thing. We don't give him time to tell us our will. That's why some of us are in the unknown, because we don't give him time to communicate with us. We say an hour worth of prayer, but we don't sit there and wait for him to talk. Or we do 30-minute prayers, but we don't give him time to talk. Why? Why don't we? we got to learn to do that. Let's go to another verse. 1 John 3. If you have your Bibles, go to 1 John 3. Um, 3 and 21. 
1 John 3 and 21. Twenty-one and twenty-two, dear friends. If you don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence, and we will receive from Him whatever we ask because we obey Him in the in the things that pleases Him. I have to turn on this light a little bit. Can I see? So let me repeat this, dear friends. If you don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence, and He and we will receive from Him whatever we ask because we obey Him and do the things that pleases Him. It tells us here, we can come boldly to him. We don't have to feel guilty. We can come boldly to him. And this is what I want to draw your attention to. The Holy Spirit wants to draw your attention to. And we will receive from him whatever we ask because we obey him and do the things that pleases him. The things that pleases him is us having faith. We talked about this about two months ago. In order to please God, we must have faith. In order to please God, we must walk in his will. That's why you can confidently get the things that you want from him. Is because you obey him and you're praying in his will. Ah, so that's what we're missing. That, that's what's missing. It tells us we must do the things that please him. And when we're in his will, we're pleasing him. When we're walking in his will, we're pleasing him. When we're obeying his word, we're pleasing him. When we're reading our word, we're pleasing him. When we have a lot of faith and we come boldly. Before the throne of grace, we believe and trust and have confidence that he will heal, heal, hear us. See, David knew that. It was a particular verse in the devotional today. I want to draw your attention to that he has said. Let's see, where is it? Where is it? My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning. More than the morning. More, more, than, more than watchmen for the morning. He says, my soul waits for the Lord. He says it here, I wait for the Lord. I do nothing else but wait for the Lord. And every time you seen David in a battle, every time David had a problem, he went straight to God and he waited. He waited and he heard the voice of God. Anytime David did something wrong and someone brought it to his attention, he corrected it because he wanted to walk in the will of God. And he knew what pleases God and he knew what he wanted to do, which was chase after God. He was a man after God's own heart. And in order to be a man or a woman after God's own heart, we must walk in his will. We must obey his commands. We must put aside the things of the flesh. We can't feed the flesh all day and expect to go to God and say, God, hey, I need you. Little prayer, little power. Much prayer, much power. We have authority that he has given us to heal the sick, to cast out demons. But you cannot do these things if you're not praying with him every day. You cannot do those things if you're not connecting up with him. You must, we must, all of us must be a people that follow God. And we follow him by doing this, by praying. By praying. We got a couple more minutes. Let's hit this last verse. Let's go to John 17 and 15. John 17. If I get there before y'all start reading, they'll be upset. I'm trying to, maybe I'll be into it. I wish I could do a live podcast so we can get comments going. Maybe do a little Bible verse, um, Bible study, which I need to get on top of. Okay. John 17 and 15. It says, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. Jesus was praying a prayer of his disciples. 
he, he, he said, if they, they, they do not, he said, make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. He also goes on to say, going back to what we were saying, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from evil. God, God knows we can't just leave this world. As, as much as we get tired of dealing with different things and people being cruel to us and people being cruel to others and seeing how cruel people have gotten, doesn't mean we can leave this world. So he, he said, he said, keep them safe from the evil one. In order to keep safe from the evil one, we must put on our protection. We must talk to our protector. We must talk to our guide. We must talk to our leader. When you go to work every day, you, you talk to your boss about what you got to do today unless you're, you know, you have a different kind of job. You, you got to go to your boss to find out. Or you got to call headquarters to find out what you need to do. So headquarters give you a list of assignments. God has given us our assignments. He's given us the things that he wants to do today, during the day. He wants you to seek him first. Seek him first and all these things will be added to you. Put him first. Make him priority. Wake up early and pray. My life has changed so dramatically when I wake up early and pray. And I wake up at 1030 at night. I start My day starts at 1030 at night. And I, I do the podcast and I'm recording or sometimes I send out the, the podcast. However, however my night goes, it's too much to explain. But I start my day off with an hour worth of prayer because I want to be ready for the day. And not to say my day won't go terrible. And I have seen proof of me not praying at all for, for the time that I want to pray. I've seen proof of not having my morning prayer. I've seen proof that it does change my day a bit. That when I don't start my day off with God, but us as believers, we must start our day off with God, asking him for protection from all things seen and unseen. Ask him to guide us where we won't use our, 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 our gates, our tongues to say whatever we want to say to someone. We got to connect up with God. And that's what David was telling us. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants us to understand. You can do whatever you want. We all have free will. But in order to grow in God, we must wait patiently and confidently and know that when we do what we're supposed to do, he will step in and do the rest. I pray you all enjoyed this devotional. Um, remember, Jesus loves you. I love you, too. And remember, pray with confidence. Try to get up early in the morning and pray. God's not going to dislike you if you don't, but, you know, just... You see that he prayed early in the morning. We're trying to model our life after him. So pray early in the morning. Pray with patience and confidence. And pray in his will most of all. And you will see a big difference in your prayer life. And your prayers being answered. Thank you. I hope you all have a blessed day. Remember Jesus loves you. I love you too. Okay, bye.